Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode of the Long Run Podcast is sponsored by Sketches. Everyone, we're all in. Safe to say, we've made it. We've got uh, Chris leading the way for this evening, so I'm glad they're all here. Happy Friday, everyone, and welcome to this week's Long Run Show live stream and podcast brought to you by 40 Runs Running Community and our sponsors, of course, Sketchers. So if you're looking for some new gear, guys, just head to sketchers.co.uk and get some new gear ready for the summer. And of course, our evening hosts, we have Chris. Gringo, we will ask on that in a second. Al, who I have not been on a show with yet, so welcome Al. Ben and myself, Jatila. So good evening, everyone. Happy Friday. Good evening. How are we doing? I'm warm. Warm? I know. Yeah, where this is, I've got the sun beating in here. So I'm going to apologise to anybody listening to this on the podcast. But if you hear, but if there's a pigeon in that garden, (laughs) you will hear Buddy. I'm just pre-warning you. There's nothing I can do about it because I'm not shutting that window because I will melt. I need to lose some weight, but not that much in sweat. Oh, blessed. It's all good. It gives a little bit of excitement. Just remember, guys, we are live, so anything yeah. can happen. Yeah, so get your comments in, questions. We're talking about uh, what? We're talking about 10K race tips this evening. So, of course, I know we've got a lot of us running on Sunday, not myself, but I know Chris and Ben, they're up on stage tomorrow on Sunday, sorry, for Asics 10K. Yeah. How are you feeling? Ben, how are you feeling? Uh, yeah, looking forward to it. I'm uh, I'm in a separate way from Chris, so he doesn't get to break me in this one. <laughs> Unless he randomly waits around the first corner and then I might DNF. I might wait. Did you see all the comments on the video, by the way, from your... If you've not seen it, there's a video, I think it was last Sunday's vlog, when we literally broke you. Some bloke actually said he didn't realise how broken you was until he watched that video back for the second time, when you fell over, almost fell over when you finished, because you were so ruined. Um, that that was probably... I mean, that was my fastest 10K, so clearly that's how to do it, right? Yeah, he was absolutely broken. It was so good. <laughs> for you, maybe. For me... <laughs> regretted my well, life we're going to talk about how ben you achieved that that's why it's good that you're on this week in terms of uh 10k because we've got obviously asic people are out there doing 10ks uh, but before we start i've got um i thought i would throw this out there now i don't know who's hands up i know this is, now this next bit right if you're listening if you're listening to this as a podcast which uh, unbelievably millions of you do so thank you very much to listen to this award-winning podcast but we're going to play a game so if you're listening to this podcast you're actually going to have to go back onto youtube and watch this video back because we're going to play a quiz you guys are up for a quiz oh gosh what do you mean now be fair was you aware there was going to be a quiz tonight no not a clue i'm in friday mode i wasn't prepared for this okay so 
if you're watching this live, you need to get a pad and a pencil, okay? Because how this is going to work, you're going to need to write the answers down, and then next week you're going to get the correct answers, okay? So this is a two-stage thing. So you're going to have all week to – you can watch it back as many times as you want because it's good for the ad revenue. I mean, uh, because uh, – no, <laughs> no, seriously, right? You've got to come – and then next week we will announce – the answers okay so it's a little bit of a little bit of fun so guys are you ready for the my new quiz i thought it's a brilliant idea by the way and this could be something we could do every week so let's get ready so apologies um now if you're listening to this this is called guest the host guest the host are you ready we've even got an intro okay you ready i'm gonna play the intro now it's amazing you ready So good evening, everybody, and welcome to Guest the Host, presented by the Long Run Show. So get your pads and pencils ready to go. So how's your, you got, well, we'll do three rounds and a bonus round. And what you have to do is you have to guess the host. You're going to get, it's multiple choice. You've got A, B, or C to choose from, okay? Now the host's face is going to be hidden, all right? And you have to guess who the host is. Are you ready for round one? Yes? Yes. 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 Okay, yes. round one. Are you ready? Who is this? <laughs> A, Toby, B, Wilco, or C, Hayden? Okay. You got that? Jatila, shall I move on to the next one? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. The next host. Oh. Are you ready? Is this A, admin, B, Alan, or C, Hayden? <laughs> Let me... No, when you're ready for the next one. Yeah, next. Next one? Okay. <laughs> Is this A, Baldy, <laughs> B, Ben, or C, Hayden? Yeah, right. next. Ready for the bonus round? <laughs> bonus round. It's your last chance, people. Here we go. Is this A, Wilco, B, Baldy, or C, Hayden? I haven't got a clue on any of them. Okay, so write that all down. And then next week, I think it's Hayden here because he'll probably know the answers. I'm think, not too sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. Anyway, you'll find out the answers to those next week. And that is the end of the show. Guys, did you like it? Yeah, I mean, it was actually pretty good because I actually don't have a clue. You don't have a clue anything else. Should we show them again? Just in case anybody missed them. Yeah, just in case anybody missed them. There we go. So, the last one may give it away with like sort of like the, the lighting and the stage okay. and the performing and stuff. But I mean, anyone could have done that. So I'm lost. I'm getting my, my phone seems to have messages coming through from somewhere. I think it might be Mexico. I'm getting some questions out, uh, some letters coming through. Anyway, right. So, should we carry on? So, that's the end of the quiz, people. So, Ooh. moving on. <laughs> Well, yeah, well, please do, even if in the comments, even if you've got a little inkling, just give us, give us a little vibe of who you think that might be. I have no clue whatsoever. I could not think of anyone that would be shown on this screen before every single episode. So yeah. let us know who you think it is. But, I mean, yeah. let's get back to business. I know, obviously, last week, guys, you were at Wear 10K. So how was it? It's good. Was ben, it? actually, Ben, you better describe how it was because he ran, what was it? conservative yeah that's what okay. we said conservative. Elaborate. elaborate tell the people why you for once wasn't broken uh so i'd gone out with a plan in my head that i wasn't gonna be broken by you on this one um so yeah wanted and obviously in the early stages of marathon training for um autumn marathon so wanted to do 10 miles at goal pace um, so set out with that plan in mind, kept that in in the back of my mind as we were going, as you were trying to push from about five miles um, and constantly telling you, slow down a bit, slow down a bit. I was not as bad as a, a 10K recently. No, no, nothing would be bad. It, basically, because admin, literally, right, I, I went to the start, start line and she's standing there with, with like that deadly stare. And I thought, oh, what have I done? And she turned around and said, don't break him. Be careful. And I was like, oh, 
might have to be a bit careful. So I didn't I didn't really want to step on him that much. Although I still think he had one fifteen in his legs on what was it, Sunday? Sunday. Reflect yeah, one seventeen, I think he had one fifteen yeah. in his legs. If he just cowboyed up a bit and stopped whining about the pace, I think he would he would be fine. But the boy did good actually, to be fair to him. The boy did good. And the video drops on Sunday, which is uh, an epic video because it's uh, it finishes on a high when our ladies team smashed the living daylights out of all those big local clubs and picked up the 10K women's prize, which was just absolutely amazing. So our own um, admin, PB Petra and Sue picked up the 10K ladies team prize, which was just absolutely amazing. So well done there. Uh, it's a dream team. Well done, ladies. Yeah, it's very good. It's a great moment. You just watch it, even if you skip the rest of it, because whatever. But the moment Petra's name's read out, and she realizes she won. Her face is brilliant. It's absolutely. I've never seen someone so excited. Apart from obviously when Ben gets into the pen and I'm standing there. There's obviously that as well. Can't be that excitement. <laughs> anyway, so that so that was the wear tens really. Well done. Well, good job then. You feeling fully, feeling fully recovered, ready for Sunday? Yeah, I'm ready to attack on Sunday. I think. Be, yeah. Uh, yeah. Weather, weather make dependent. Sure, make sure you get there on time and get in the right wave, because you never know who's going to be slowly uh, following behind you. Just uh, remember that little uh, chip on your shoulder will always be there. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm worried about. I'm I'm planning on running with uh, PB Petra, and I was asking her yesterday what her PB for a 10k is. Little does she know that I want her to beat it. I haven't told her that yet. Oh, hang on. So you've now gone from getting broken to being the person who's breaking somebody. Yeah, but I just don't tell him. <laughs> That's nasty, that, isn't it? That's nasty. He just comes in, out. bends him, and off he goes. Oh, that's a bit nasty, isn't it, what he's doing to Petra? Yeah, it's not nice, no. Because he, he seems to have forgotten. It was him just a few weeks ago in that yeah. situation. Spreading the joy. <laughs> we'll call it joy. Yeah. I'm going to message her now. Why, why, why you catch up with Al? I'm going to message her. <laughs> well, on that note, Al, this is the first time we've ever been on the show yeah, together. I know. It's taken a long time to get here and schedule our various international sojourns around the world has kept us apart. But, I know. Uh, but, yeah. We've just been busy people, you know. We just yeah. haven't connected. How are you? What's going on? Hey, I'm being pretty good. Um, Probably like most people, like Ben's alluded to, the autumn marathon training season has started. Um, looking forward to, to gearing up for Chicago in October. So it still seems quite a long way away, but uh, we've got to get the early miles in. So Sunday, although I'm doing the A610K, we're actually running to the start. That's the plan. How far is that? No, that is hard. Well, it all depends. We're going to start <laughs> at Walthamstow Central, which is on the Piccadilly line. And we've got a route that takes us to Black Horse Road, Tottenham Howe, Seven Sisters, Finsbury Park. And at any time, we can just you know, opt out and jump on That's the good shout, traffic man. card. That's a great That's shout. A and also a great so we'll see. We'll see. My only issue is I've got to take about six layers of clothes because I sweat so much. I can't, I, I won't be able to survive on just one, one shirt. So I'm going to be looking like a Sherpa running down uh, Seven Sisters Road on Sunday morning at about half past seven. Right, <laughs> get to Trafalgar or wherever it is in time for whatever time we start. But yeah, looking forward to it. I'm not running London for a long time, it feels like. So glad to be back. Nice. Well, I think I have just seen a comment coming, actually, which I think we should uh, touch on. Of course, yesterday was D-Day for many of us. Oh, yeah. London Marathon ballots came out um, and put your hands up if you did not get a ballot place. Didn't. My hands oh, Yeah, up. I didn't, didn't get a ballot place. Yeah. Um, and yeah, someone in the comments there, correct me if I pronounce your name wrong, Tedus Cantwell. Yeah, cool yeah, very cool name. Sorry if I pronounced that wrong. He said, I've had some shocking, absolutely shocking news. I didn't get a London place. Well, I mean, me and you both, um, yeah. I think it was, uh, like we said last week on the show, guys, it was probably bound to happen but listen back to the episode that we did last week yes. um to make sure you catch up on that on what you can do and what you can do if you do or do not get a place as wow. well um because there are plenty of places and lauren has just popped in lauren short she got a ballot place Here lauren I'm. congratulations if you didn't listen to the episode last week take a look at it i'm sure you're fully prepared and ready to go but just if you want to listen to some nut jobs talking about some tips and tricks on what you can yeah. do going into the place next year um, but as we said, Pablo in there has also said, didn't get a place, but signed up for Manchester. 
There's so many marathons out there, guys. There's so many that are up and coming. Yeah. You see all the ads flying through yesterday on Instagram and Facebook. If you didn't get into London, we're available. We're available. We've got places. Don't let that be the be all and end all. Um, so go and look for something. Don't let it knock you. Just okay, go out there and look for your next challenge. There's um, loads of them. There's so many out there. So many. Right. So if anyone, if any of those guys who've got a place, Lauren or the other guys who did get a place, want to come on the show, let us know. You, how do they get on? Uh, anyone know the website thing? Yeah. So if you want to pop in the comments, guys, or just let us know, head to 40runs.com forward slash long run. Submit your query, come and chat to us. We'd love to get you on the show to yeah. talk about that'd your plans be, as awesome. well. Because there'll be a lot of people wanting to know more if they've got in. So we can do mm. a, what do you do now that you've got a marathon place? We'd love yeah, to. Yeah, I like that. Hayden was right. About within 30 minutes of the ballot finishing. Oh, by the way, you can sign up for Brian. Uh, so he was spot on about um, then pushing everybody into that, which was what he said was would happen. He was like... Um, one of those people who could see in the future. Do you see what I mean? I mean, he did call it, didn't he? I mean, yeah, he did. He did call it. Um, but yeah, so that was. Um, but yeah, that is what it is, isn't it? It's like again. Yeah. <laughs> just go and book. Just book something else. Whilst the spirits are still high, I did the exact same, and I we talked on it last week where you were like, "What are you going to do? What are you mm. going to do?" So I've booked. Obviously, I know it's not next year, but I've done. I've booked in for big half. So definitely doing big half on in September. Me and Ben are doing that. Yeah, definitely going to do that, and then doing a ten k at the end of the month just to keep the momentum going. I'm going to do the Battersea Chase the Sun Run for event as well, just to tied me in until towards the end of the year before my new year plans so keep it going yeah, we're all in it together how are you going to do big off you're going to volunteer no i'm signed up yeah sign yeah, up sign up so, oh, so i was doing it as well I've got quite a busy autumn in prepping for chicago definitely so how how does that fit into chicago the big half Al? Um, it it's about four weeks out Oh, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So, it's, it's, you know, it, it sits there nice because it's either nice, gentle, easy miles, or mm. you know, you can mix it up with a uh, little bit of faster pace work in between. You know, miles seven and ten. You know, it just gives you options, doesn't it? So, yeah. you, you're doing a, you're doing your training run. You're getting a day in London. You're meeting up with your mates and going home with a medal. So, what's there not lot to like apart from the course, apart from the marshalling and the park. yeah, apart from all that, but don't <laughs> and the fact that you're finishing great and the long wait at the end to get your bag. But apart yeah, you get from frog that. marched to the to the get a t-shirt that you don't need. Al, stay there because I've got a question for you. Okay, I'm not going. While I've got him right, so on the um, on this thing, so at the gym, Ben, you you like this as well, right? I put it on Instagram today. So the gym, it reckons to get stronger, Al. Yeah, right, I should do this program. Hex bar deadlifts, no idea what that is. Four of them, four sets, 10 repeats. Yeah. I'm only going to burn 104 calories, so I don't even think that's one yum yum. Um, kettlebell overhead squat. Yeah. Four sets, 10 repeats. Yeah. This sounds dangerous. A landmine press single arm, four sets, 10 repeats. And you're not burning any calories on that, so I don't see the point of doing that. You've got a sled push. So Santa's going to be in trouble. Four sets, 20 repeats. But I am going to burn 196 calories, which is probably maybe a quarter of a yum-yum. And then I've got, to finish it, broad jumps, four sets, 10 repeats, 108 calories. So firstly, what's a broad jump? It's just it's just a kind of leap forward with your legs apart. And you're kind of jumping up and down. It's a standing long jump. So that's, that's pointless. Just jump yeah. up and down. Why don't they just write jump up and down? Sled push, I guess I basically nick Santa's thing and I put some weights on it and push yeah, it up probably, and down. If you've seen them in the gym, they kind of stack them up with the weights and right. you're kind of pushing along this. The, the, they often have a fake grass track. Okay. In the middle so what's, what's that? Is that going to be good for core, I guess? It's actually probably doing more for your cardio than anything yeah. because it's going to be raising your heart. You know, they've got some stuff in there that I'd, I'd stick in the circuits rather than resistance, but each okay. to their own. This landmine... Why do I need to do that? Um, I always make sure there's plenty of upper body work. Okay. That helps with form and posture. Yeah. And then that helps with your cardio and your oxygen intake. So that's all about strengthening your pecs and your oh. kind of shoulders and everything else. And it's simply just taking one of the, the bars, anchoring it on the floor, and there is a contraption for that, and you're just pushing up. So it's oh, just. Let's get rid of my man boobs. It will help you, man, boobs, a little bit. Lovely. 
Ben. Uh, kettlebell overhead squat. So yeah. what's that? Well, not a kettlebell is. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it's probably my simple one. On right? podcast, I'm going to stand up. No, I've got shorts on. Yeah, I have. Yeah, that's fine. Oh, try out your shorts. Lovely. You are squatting down, and as you come out of the squat, the kettlebell in either your right or left hand, you're just pushing to the ceiling. You know, I'm just pushing. I'm just getting a kettlebell and raising it up a bit. I can do that. What's this? So this deadlifting thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So by the way, we're now talking about strength and conditioning people. So we will talk about 10Ks, but I think it's useful. Because I've got, I'm, I, you may have not realised, but I'm in the gym, okay? But I've got absolutely no idea, really, instead of just doing the sort of circuits that I would normally do, right? So I would just do a bit on each machine and, and then I'd get out of there as quick as I can because I can't stand gyms. Them and pubs, I hate. Um, but this geezer said to me, this is more targeted in terms of getting stronger, which is why yeah. I'm going. Okay. Uh, with two marathons rel- relatively close, I want to be as strong as I can physically as well as mentally to be able to come to do, you know, a sensible job, but also more importantly, just to be stronger so I can recover better and just, you know, so I'm done ruin myself. Right. Cause they're, they're big events and they're key events. But at the same time, I, I don't really know about all this other stuff. Okay, so I just go there and I do the machines and then I come out of there and I just think well, it must have done something, right? So that's why I'm asking the questions to put some context in. With with the deadlifts, Al, because yep. you see a lot of runners doing them, they do obviously jumping up and down on the boxes is, is a is yeah, you that's know, what we call a plyometric exercise. Yeah. That's about power and uh, explosiveness. But I see Kafuzi, because obviously I stalk him, which is I think is well known by now. But I see him doing the, the deadlifts with the bars. Yeah. So what what should I be doing there? Well, that's going to be targeting your glutes, your hamstrings, and your your quads. So if you think about all those as your power muscles for running, that's what's that's what that's why you're targeting those muscles with a deadlift. And the hex bar is just a fancy contraption. You might have seen it in the gym. You kind of sit inside it, so it's like a frame that goes oh. around you, and then the weights are on the end like they would do on a normal bar. And it helps distribute the weight, and it makes it makes balance just a little bit easier. So, so should I just lift that up a few times? For a beginner, it's probably slightly easier in terms of form than mm. going straight to a just a traditional bar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, well, it was useful. I just I went ask. Um, All I would say is, I don't know why how he's programmed it, but some of those calorie burns feel rather ambitious. So you better kind of. Yeah, you know, keep your chocolate bars back until you've uh, done a few weeks of those, rather than so stop the yum yums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was basically what he just said. No more. Yeah, he just yum. said stop. I, but I don't think you should ever stop eating. Yeah. Although I did go in there today, sold out. Someone's obviously been copying me on Instagram. Sold out. I had to have two spiced ice buns, which were rather nice, but they weren't the same. They didn't. They didn't have the same impact as the four yum yums. You know that sort of. I've eaten too much. I now feel sick. But actually quietly really comfortable and com- uh, content with myself the fact i managed for so it, it, you know it's a bit of a mixed feeling afternoon it was really. a strong effort strong effort so anyway so that's strong the gym effort. thanks for that. and generally seriously thanks for that al because um that is uh something that um is important as i said it's uh to add to um the running which i'm doing because uh, i seriously lack in that department and i've got to get my rear end into gear if i'm going to um, show up at these two events later in the year. So right. there we go. Should we talk about 10Ks? Yeah, I was going to say, it rolls off quite nicely, to be fair, because it's definitely one of the things that I was going to sort of bring up in terms of our sort of 10K race tips and things like that and things that we do pre. But I feel like we should just get straight into it. So yeah. going off the back of that, I think you've got a 10K coming up. It could be on Sunday. It could be in a month. It could be next year. It could be whatever you want to know some race day tips. It could be your first, it could be your 10th, it could be your 100th, it could be a number that you don't even know about. What do you do on race day? Now, the first thing, when I was thinking about this, because we've all run we've all run our 10Ks or we've all had that first time training for one, I think the main thing to do is just to tick off those, those sort of basics when it comes to the race day. Like before you even talk about the strategy, before you even talk about the pacing, before you talk about the re- like the race itself, you need to tick off those basics. So if it could be your first race, what are you doing differently when you rock up to that race? Get there early, do all of that stuff, read the race information, know the course. And I think one thing that I've learned definitely from coming from sprinting, I used to be a very nervous 
racer, I think I've mentioned it before, I would always be looking at what other people are doing. Oh, I'm racing against this person. What are they doing in their warm up? What are they doing? What are they doing? Make sure you know what you're doing. The amount of times you'll turn up to a Battersea event and you'll see all these fast people speeding past you, doing these fancy warm ups, doing this, that, the other. And you think, gosh, should I be doing that? No, you shouldn't. Just do what you know that you know how to do. Warm up to a, to a standard that you know suits you, which is why if you're training for one and the days come, you would have done these warm-ups in training. Don't change anything. Like, Don't change what you've seen or what, you, what you're currently doing. Just go out with what you know works best and go from there. Because I think the worst thing you can do is try and change something on race day. That goes for whether you're doing a one mile, a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon but ticking off those key basics you're going into that race with a a solid head and you're you know what you're set out to achieve might not go to plan but beforehand it's the most key vital part for you to get out and attack the race how you want to tackle it i reckon it's super important yeah sure i was on mute yeah no i couldn't agree more actually um it's interesting you talk about uh and it's again that's great to hear an insight from your background in terms of going up against somebody I think with with a 10k mass participation race, unless you're like, don't just tell it was, but you know, these sort of semi-pro or elite runners, whatever you want to call yourself, by and large, you're going to be running that event for yourself. Okay, so I don't want you really thinking, geezer next to you, girl next to you, oh, I've got to beat them today. I think that's the wrong mindset. Um, you're racing yourself, I would say, more than anything else. Um, but it's interesting to hear that different the way you, you used to used to look at it. The fact that you was you was beating somebody other than actually beating the distance. That's kind of cool, actually. Yeah, I think it's like, especially when you're in a, whether it is like a sprint race, and I used to rock up to the track all the time, and you'd always sort of scout, you kind of know sort of people, you see them there before, and you think, oh gosh, like, I'm up against someone, like, what are they doing that I haven't been doing in training, or, oh, I wonder what that does, or I wonder what, maybe I should try that, and automatically, you're taking yourself mentally away from what you've set out to do. So in the sense of sort of the same races that will rock up to, say, a, a 5K, I'm always there. And the only thing I think about is, right, this is how I need to execute this race. But it can be easy if it is your first race to get distracted. And that can be whether you're in a sprint race, that can be whether you're in a marathon or whatever. You're always going to be distracted. There's hundreds of people around you. You are going to be watching. You're going to be having a little look. You're going to be doing that. But just be confident in yourself, I think, is one of the most important things before you go out there. How much? I tell you, I'll scoot around the room. And uh, we'll start with you, though. How much does? Um, how much do you think about strategy before you do a ten k? Probably not so much in terms of the actual way I set out the race, because I know that as soon as I run the line, I know that I'm naturally. Let's say, for example, I'm probably going to run negative splits. That's normally how I I sort of race. I already know I'm going to run negative splits. I already know. Okay, these are my paces on my watch. When I crossed that line, I think after Boston, we all know it went to pop. I went off way too quick. And like it just, you don't you think about it. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like when you start that race, it's your own. So like mm -hmm. what you can do beforehand and how you can just prep yourself for starting that race can be a big key factor. But you but you do you do before you start the race, you do have a strategy in mind. Even oh, yeah. even if it's to, to yeah. run walk it, you, you yeah. still what yeah, about you, Al? If you're doing a 10K, do you... Yeah, I think there's a couple of things. Jatel has already kind of mentioned the, the the negative splits. And I think in some of the big races, particularly in London, it's about having expectations because that start is manic. You know, how, no matter how well they manage the waves, you're going to be in a crowd. And that crowd, again, they'll try and split it so that you've got broadly runners running similar paces, but it's never quite exact. So that first kilometre, that first mile, you're going to, possibly be bunched up you might be picking your way through the, the field if you're running down the strand you're trying not to fall over the central reservation because someone's kind of blocked your way so you've got those things to just think about anyway um just in terms of survival mode for that first mile or so hopefully by then you know, if you've got a strategy you can kind of settle into it if i am trying to push a time I will have like the 7K marker as my mental check-in to go, right, okay, how's it gone so far? Um, how does it feel? Where do I think I can push it in those last couple of miles, that, that 3K out? 
because you've probably just hit the last water station if they've got water stations out. So it's your ch last chance to kind of you know take on a bit of water, maybe have your gel, and then think about that that run for home. So starts, you know, it is what it is, and then kind of once you've run half that race, kind of seven k gives you a chance to to reflect and reevaluate. If it's going well, go for it. If not, ease off and enjoy the rest of the day. Enjoy the crowds coming home. Just pick you up on that out. You said about the gel. So do you fuel a um, 10K? I, I, I kind of do it, but just out of kind of habit more than anything. And I think it's that um, I know from a metabolic point of view, it's probably not going to do much for me. But if it makes me feel better and it's giving me a mental and emotional lift, then it's the placebo effect. So I, I would, I would, you know, probably do that for that reason alone. But we kind of know, running at intensity for an hour or, or about an hour, mm. you don't need to kind of worry yeah. too much about, you know, taking on extra fuel and carbon up and stuff like that. But you know, I think it's just it's part of the mental strategy as well. Interesting. Yeah, that's why I, I picked up on it because that's again, I, I, yeah, whatever works. It's goes back to that thing, isn't it? It's whatever works for you, isn't it? I think that's that's key to half of it. and like agility, taking a bit of that don't change it so like you said out you know if you do that why would you then change it for a specific you know thing you, you carry on doing the same things right so ben what about um firstly strategy for you let's just tick that box do you do you have a strategy forget whether i'm there or not do you because <laughs> basically then i did take the strategy uh but let's say you was running a 10k well this sunday you got you got pb in there um you know, have you got have you got a strategy when you're on that line? Have you got got it in your mind, or do you just rock up and run? Uh, so previously, I would have just rocked up and run a 10k. I wouldn't have really thought about pace, anything like that, because I think to Al's point, especially when you're running in central, it that those first couple of kilometers, you can get really hung up on trying to get past people, looping round, going up on the pavement and up and down. Um, whereas now yes i will have a strategy for sunday i'm working it through in my mind just in terms of pace wise i'm thinking i'd like to hit around 45 minutes so i will know pace what i want to do to al's point again i think when i run with you you run steady and whereas to jadilla's point negative splits i'm very much a fan of negative splits so that is my strategy on sunday the only reason you don't run negative splits is me because you're already broken by three and a half miles. And then you start you've crying. Gone out too fast. Next... What? You've gone out too fast. No, I've gone out at the correct pace. It's just you haven't cowboyed up and got on a bit. You've just broken yourself at three and a half miles. Sorry. Carry on. So yeah, so I'd rather go a little bit <laughs> I'd rather go a little bit slower in the first 5k and push it to the end. But I, I would probably say that 10k that we did in St Albans to two weeks ago still nightmares about that but that was probably the only race you've seen me 15 minutes after like that's the one that i had nothing left at all Brilliant. at the end oh like even where on sunday we finished and within yeah, a minute yeah. i was bouncing around and being then annoying. i was like oh i could have gone a bit i wasn't being annoying <laughs> supportive um, <laughs> but i still had any you know i still had yeah, something yeah. left so i could have given more so yes strategy i think is is key now that i've learned for for any race be it a 5k be it a marathon just have a plan for it yeah because you did it when we when we took uh when you and i both went down to um westcliff or chalkwell wherever it was chalkwell yeah we both had yeah we both had a plan it's, i think it's at the start of the video we're talking about what paces are what we needed to we looked at each other and went we can't be doing that but we <laughs> we but we had a plan and i agree with you actually i mean you, we joke and muck about but negative splitting is is usually the preferred option i do i do prefer myself prefer that um I, I prefer to you know just go even at the front and then once i've calmed down i've got over the excitement and then as you say then go tend to try if possible if it's a push effort to go that little bit faster um in the second section whatever the distance is um so i'm i'm kind of with you on that one to be perfectly hey i'm ryan reynolds at mint mobile we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does they charge you a lot we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. 
$45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Um, okay. So we've talked about strategy. In terms of mentality, because I think that's I think the 10K is a brilliant example of, of a mental battle. Because it's that it's you're going at it. You're not quite, obviously, unless you're a complete maniac. You're not. You're between that sort of five k pace and the sort of lactate threshold pace, where you know it, you can do it and you could probably run it. You're in between that. You're in that sort of race pacey mode, it's qu- and it's quite a battle mentally. With a five k, it's over relatively fast. Depends where you are, but it's relatively fast. Um, how how do you? Or how do you deal with the mental aspect of running a fast 10k now again this is all relative to everybody yeah so forget people's own speeds because uh a fast 10k for some people might be 90 minutes okay so but it's it, but it's all the same demons it's all the same battles it's all the same things that we talk about that you can implement into it so about strategy so on the mental side of things um tiller what's what goes through your mind in terms of Beating it in, in, in that and overcoming the what is a is a, is a tough race. I think the ten k. It is a tough race, and I haven't raced a ten k since probably twenty twenty one. To be completely honest with you, because it just hasn't been my favoured distance because of exactly what we've been talking about. It gets to that point where you've gone past the five k and you're getting to that six seven k mark, and you think, right, you you're you're using a different part of your like your mentality you're thinking right how do I now tackle this last part of the race and it's tough for me personally I do know that every single person has got something more in there towards the end and everyone's like oh when I get to this point I'm absolutely exhausted I'm I'm tired but there's always something deeper in there and I think we can probably all vouch for that that you know that you could finish strong and you can finish how like you can finish really really strong in my opinion but it's how you deal with that mentally so I think you have to strip back and just think about the training prior that you have done the training you have done the work and the speed is there in a lot of people's training you would have done probably a lot of your runs faster than your than your race pace just so you can test your body over those distances but it's also a case of okay so how do I now put that into the ground and I think you do need to start working on sort of the pacing as well so as soon as you hit those marks I know not every race if you're going to a smaller race is going to have paces and things like that it's going to be you out there on your own and I think you have to just kind of stick with a pace that you're comfortable with at that moment and I know we've mentioned it before but actually using people in front of you so even if you do see maybe somebody in front of you that's running maybe at a similar sort of pace to you, you think you could probably go past them. That's great. But just stick behind them so you know that you're steady and you're sort of coming round to, if it's a looped course, you might even know what's coming up next. You might know if there's a a hill in there or a, a decline. So you can kind of work that as well. So I think it's a case of just being strategic within yourself and just actually using that race to using the course as as your safety net, I think. Mm. It's a difficult one, really, because you don't really know what you're going to do yeah. on the day. Yeah. You could feel great and you might want to push on. It's yeah. also one of those. Or do you want to stay reserved and keep yourself for that final push? Yeah, it's, mate, you're right. Al sort of went there to kind of by saying about your 7K check-in, Al. Yeah, so, so it's... It, it, I, I stumbled across it, not, I suppose, more by accident than any kind of careful plan. But it's, and I think, you know, it's absolutely right. 10K is one of the hardest races. If you compare it to the track, it's a bit like the 400 metres where it's, 
it's kind of your speed endurance. So it's, it's, can you hang on there and can you just keep pushing? But for me, it's two things. It's, it's more than two lots of park run because lots of people have come to a 10 K having done a lot of park runs and thinking, right, I'm just going to let park run again. But for me, it's breaking that race down. And I've, as you said, I've alluded to it. So I have a, a, a two kilometer run, a five kilometer run and then a three kilometer run. And that's the 10 K. So you, I've already said the start of it and Ben's confirmed it, it's probably going to be, you know, a bit chaotic. You're going to be settling in. Hopefully you've then got a little 5k where you can find that steady pace and then you, you can make that decision about where to push for that final three. And for me, the mentality of having a five and a three rather than any other split is I like odd numbers because you're not getting to that point where you're going, going, I'm halfway through a 6k and I've still got 3k to go for the six. It's five and three. You break it down. And the other, the final point is, although I train in miles from my marathons, for the 10K, I'll have it all set up to turn over in Ks. Yeah. Because you get, well, they obviously they're shorter and there's mm-hmm. more of them, but you get more checking points. If yeah. you are focusing on pace, you get that feedback 10 times rather than six times. So the ability to adjust mid-race, mid-event, um, You've, you've got more scope to to make those changes if you're either feeling good or, or struggling mm-hmm. mentally. So it's about finding the little the little things that just you know, help you you know tick through that race. Mm. What about you, Ben? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, that that summer solstice one. I, really? Mentally, I was probably gone five and a half kilometers. Um, exactly. On the, uh, yeah, you love. Just it. leave me. Just leave yeah, me. Just leave <laughs> I mean, I having someone tell you that there's eight. Me. 800 meters to go when you haven't passed the 9k mark i mean i don't need to be carol vorderman to work out that was a lie um but i think i think the challenge mentally sometimes with the 10k and and i'll just touch on it there it 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 is such a tough distance because it's it's a small that smaller distance that you don't necessarily have enough time to make up if 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 you are struggling and stuff so i think having that strategy at the start so you know and then you've got the breakdowns and the check-ins help get through it i think that's probably more where i think i struggled at at the solstice run was that yes as much as we kind of went oh this is this is the pace we need to go at and then all i could hear was oh we've banked 15 seconds we've banked 15 seconds and then mentally i was we got to what 5k and i was two seconds off my 5k pb and that and i think that just freaked me out and it was an evening run. i can make loads of excuses at the end of the day at the end of the day i i'd like to say i cowboyed up i don't even think i did did that i just moaned for four kilometers going go it's fine i'll be fine um no but to be fair you smashed it bruv so you know you work at first again just context it's an evening race which i always find so much harder right you've had a day at work uh well unless you're toby who sits back and eats but you've had a day at work right it's 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 not in your sort of normal running time let's say a race mm. is usually in the morning um so you've had all of that stuff so yeah i, I don't think it's, it's it's i wouldn't say it's optimal to go and try to write run a p a hard pb in the evening and on a warm summer evening as well it's you know it's probably the worst thing you could do um, so you've got to give yourself credit because you did you did push that out, bruv. And you and again you dug deep, you beat you beat the mental demons. Then I think what that's done for you and running with you for the last couple of PB attempts that we've done, I know you failed miserably at the half, but the other <laughs> the others, no, but you've now got I've been serious, you've now got a different mental approach to stuff, if you yeah. think about it. You like seriously, he I'm just saying he was like a different runner on Sunday when we did um where it turns, I went a little bit easy on him, obviously, because I got told to him, but genuinely, he was a different runner. I think sometimes when you break through that mental barrier, it can really, really help, and especially for the 10k distance. Because if you can beat that mentally, you can then take that into whatever race it is. I think you can then take that mentality into that race, and it and it and it, we, I mean, we speak, we we've done the, the sessions, didn't we, on the um. Funny enough, I was talking to a client about this today. In, in that that belief, uh, we was mucking about Ben, but it's that belief before you start. We we spoke about it. We did those sessions over here, and I suppose I spoke to a client about it today. It's having that belief when you get on the line, or before you even get on the line, you know that it's you're going to smash it. Mm. But smashing it can be, I'm just going to complete this distance without 
uh, without walking, for example, right? So it doesn't matter whatever your goal is for that race, but having that belief, the minute you get up in the morning will change your mindset. And when it gets hard, that's why I say when it gets hard, kick on. Yeah. You know, that's when to, that's when to push is, is push yourself out of the comfort zone. Like you said, you know, you, you, you've got more to give. You just got to give it. Don't let your mind stop you from giving it and override. Um, that's a tough battle. And it's a tough battle, isn't it? It is a tough, it's, it's honestly, I've been beaten millions of times. You some days you just can't get that out of your head and other days you can. Um, so you just, you just got to see, see what's there, see what's there on the day, but have it, but setting yourself up firstly with the right strategy and then having that belief, that mindset, the right mental tools to, to pull in, whether it's like acid or whatever, to bring that together, I think you're going to have a stronger 10K than you probably ever would have done. Um, and I think that's that's personally um, the key to a 10K. Right, so uh, just a little, Alan, it's, uh, we, we've got loads of comments and stuff. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like we've kind of touched on and we've got Peter and uh, Julie in the comments there. So I'll touch on Peter. Um, he has said that he hits... 8K, he hit 8K and was struggling, but he had a playlist, Foo Fighters, which actually pushed him on. What do you guys think about running playlists to help with runs? Well, mm. firstly, Peter, he's also said, sorry, got your name wrong. That's fine, Peter, it tends to happen. But no, I completely agree. Like, I'm very much, um, I like to, if we're allowed to obviously listen to my headphones and things like that at races, I do put music on uh, when things get a little bit tough or if you're at a smaller race, the course can be quite empty and it can be a little bit dry when you're out on maybe those race circuits or those one lapped courses, it can get pretty lonely out there. So if that works for you, yes. I mean, the whole point of me sort of starting up and coming on this show, for example, was I started listening to the long run show before Manchester, saw about it on, on Instagram and started listening. And I caught up from the very first episode right up until today from Manchester, right up until past Boston and it just gave me a whole new lease of life my long runs felt smooth my um quicker tempo runs brought me back to a pace where I was actually meant to be focusing on not going too quick not going too slow wasn't thinking about things so it might not be for everyone but you just need to find out what works for you as well like if you get to that point look for somebody is there somebody that you can sort of have a little chat with you've got to remember that everybody in that race probably not gringo at the top there everybody in that race has got something going on in their head as well and a lot of the time it's going to be the same Mm. so yeah find what works for you use your training as that perfect step to think maybe I do like a podcast maybe I do like to count how many people I go past maybe I do like to count Wilco cars how many Wilco's cars can you see that's a a classic (laughs) but it's just about learning about what what you like to do and Mm. obviously like I think we've got Pablo there hate running at night. So obviously there's a lot of races that you have in the evening. Pick a race that you think would be suitable for yeah. you. Like the afternoon races might not be it. Could be local to you. Are you going to perform how you want to perform just because you don't like evening races? Maybe not. So mm. choose something that's tailored for you. Like this is your race. It's nobody else's. Um, I think Ben might, I just think about it. I think Ben might actually, if without the pressure of running with me, I think you may go better on, not because I'm not there, but I think you, because of the uh, no, because of the early morning, because it's a, yeah. a morning race. You're you're obviously physically, mentally now. You're like a changed man. Mm-hmm. Physically, you're a bit further down the road. I think actually, it'd be interesting to see what you do do on Sunday. Not yeah. that you're going for it, but I think you might find it easier to run that yeah. under 45 minutes because you've now got the confidence to run under 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah, and that was my first time under 45 minutes. So I think that was also playing on yeah, on the mind as well and i think you know to jatila's point there i think having the headphones or trying to chat to someone take your mind off the mental battle that you're feeling you know trust in that your legs are just going to keep moving right so get your mind focused elsewhere i know during the marathon obviously i was chatting to chris for probably yeah. half of it had my headphones and then as soon as i hit a bit once we passed the 40 cheer station just tapped the headphones to get some music on to yeah. just just as some background and that i could I think someone, Julie, said about, you know, singing the lyrics in your head. I love doing that. I tend to have a little dance as well. Yeah, I can agree more. Like, just make make fun of it. Like, enjoy it. And I think what you've got to remember, a lot of these big races, 
I'm going to talk more on like the smaller races that we might do more regularly here. So a lot of the time they might be maybe lapped courses. Now I'm not talking eight laps or however many it was around Battersea that time you had to do that because that sounded horrific. Yeah. I'm talking about a race where you can know beforehand. You can even have a look. But if you're somebody that likes to have water, just put your race together. Like know like each lap, okay, I know that I've got a water station there. Or I know that there's an incredible marshal big up the 40 runs volunteers are going to be on that corner but keep yourself going on for something that you can look forward to because mm -hmm. otherwise the miles they are just going to go slow if you're yeah. just going to be in your own head it's going to go slow but um, you Al uh, do you listen to music I know you listen to podcasts when you're doing your training runs but in terms yeah, of races well, it's, it's interesting I wrote about this in my blog today that I, I've changed over the time I think when I started out four or five years ago i had to have music on every run and it was part of the distraction therapy it was just keep your mind off all the pain and everything that i was kind of going through now i do save it for race day and particularly for the longer runs for the second half of the race so there's that balance of wanting to enjoy the atmosphere wanting to kind of get that buzz from the crowd and not having that all blocked out but you know second half of the race whether it's a half or a full when it starts to hurt physically and mentally, then the music kicks in and, and starts to be that distraction. Um, and a good song, you know, a favourite, can lift you emotionally and mentally as much as any any gel or you know um, cheer squad. So yeah, use it more um, discreetly now. You know, I don't just use it as a blanket get mm. me through a run. It's it's it's, it's kind of virtually tactical now in terms yeah. of the playlists. I'm the same. Firstly, I've had a brilliant idea. Uh, ben, when's your birthday? March. What I think I'm going to do, I'm going to get Hayden, because he can do backing. I'm going to sing. I'm going to record 10 songs. And I'm going to put them on Spotify so you can listen to them. Amazing. Thanks. And Hayden can help with the backing music. Um, but I actually, ours, I resonate with our. It used to be that comfort blanket for me. And I remember having a breakdown at one race because I couldn't wear headphones. Um, but that's just anxiety and stuff like that. But actually now, 5K, 10K, I prefer not to wear them. I prefer to dial in and battle myself mentally and sort of have to sort of cowboy up, keep using the term, but deal with it myself. And when that gets tough, the only thing it's going to do is, is I've got to beat it and I don't want to distract from that. That said, in a... Don't tend uh, half marathons. If I'm, you know, I don't necessarily uh, wear them in half, but full, I will do that. In a full, I will go second half, like Ben said, after the 40 cheer station, whatever. Right, it's business time of the race. Bosh, off we go. And we stick, we stick on a little bit of George Strait. Um, but the the rest of the stuff, I, I've gone like, oh, I've actually gone the other way. I've turned, I've turned the music off. I, I like being, at, I like being at one with my with my inner demons if that makes any sense no it does it's interesting how different people work so i know that there's a couple of weeks ago i was out on a, a long run and i was probably about four miles in of a, a 10 mile run and all i could hear in my headphones was battery low and i thought oh you've got to be joking me and i thought there's just no way so i just turned them off carried on going down the river and i mean for the long runs i actually really really did enjoy it um, but I think more in that race setting, it was more of a case of I get re I get myself really, really hyped up like on the course that like I could be in so much pain. But I just try and exert it with a little bit of energy, cheer on every single marshal mm. you come through, just try and take myself away, away with that. And don't get me wrong, for most of the marathon, especially a lot of um, Boston and London and Manchester, the crowds are just so incredible yeah. that you, you don't need it. But there's a lot of the times the, the courses out there are a little bit lonely, like your 10 mile a race put on by your local running club or things like that. You get a little bit lonely if you're not running with people, but most of the time you are. Like pick up on people. Like a lot of people need your support out there as well. Um, so when you see someone, I'm always running past and thinking, you've got this, you've got this. And when you're cheering somebody else on, you'd be surprised that you actually end up picking up yourself because yeah. you've kind of given yourself that little push that you've yeah. helped with someone as well. Um, so that's all going back to that sort of, what what you can do to take your mind off things. Mm. Right. I'm going to change tack. I'm going to change tack now. I'm going to steer the ship away because we're coming to the end of the hour. So firstly, hopefully that helped. Anybody who's at ASICS this weekend, make sure you come and say hi to us. I think we're all here. Um, 
Hayden's still in Mexico. He's out there touring. So he'll um, obviously be back to do the quiz next week. But um, admin's there. Speedgoat's there. Is Wilco there? He is. Yeah, so yes. Wilco's there as well. He'll be running at 60% Natch. So um, hopefully we'll see some of you guys to so say hi. Uh, I need to do two things before we go. That's all right. I need to firstly tell you about a special podcast that comes out tomorrow that I recorded with a gentleman called James Dunn. If you don't know who that is, when this finishes, if you're watching this live or if you're, or if you're listening this back, go and Google James Dunn, Connect Revolution. He's like, go on YouTube. He's got like 250,000 subscribers or something mental like that. Chances are you've probably seen one of his videos. It's all about um, sports therapy, PT, strength and conditioning, that sort of stuff, okay? Uh, I did a, well, we was only going to do like half hour, but it ended up being 45 minutes, I think. It's really interesting and really a lot of value there about strength and conditioning for runners. So that drops tomorrow at 11 o'clock. There is the video of it as well. So there's a bonus podcast episode this week. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. I'd really recommend you listen to it. It's really interesting, actually. Uh, and James is is a bit of a legend in terms of strength and conditioning. So make sure... Um, you watch or listen to that, however you do it. Second thing, on Monday, uh, for you guys in the 40 Runs Club community, um, we are in collaboration with the guys at Start Fitness. We've got the, we're launching the um, Summer 2023 Good Vibrations. It's a thing that's coming your way to keep you guys occupied this summer. It's effectively 20 things. We did a similar thing last year, and it's coming out. Um, monday so i know some of the satellite groups um they did it collectively they were like ticking it off so i can't remember some of the stuff last year was like wear your socks back to front or you know don't wear socks or something stupid like that or eating ice cream and while you're out running there's that, that sort of stuff there's some other bits and bobs in there but it's basically stuff to keep you guys busy we're going to talk about this next week just as a heads up in terms of what to do if effectively now the races are finished Okay, so how to keep yourself occupied. I know a lot of you are sort of half marathon or marathon training, but for some people, they're not. So we're going to talk about that next week, okay? But on Monday, it comes out. Um, check it out. It's free, obviously, to take part in. Um, and, yeah, so just keep an eye out for the socials. Keep an eye on the on the Facebook group and all that sort of stuff. But we, we want to give you something to um, keep you busy over the summer. And we are... We're going to be doing something bigger and better for the winter, just as a heads up. So uh, make sure if you're not on the if you're not subscribed on the email list and stuff, I like get on that because um, we're going to be doing something along the same same sort of lines. Um, but it's going to be massive potentially in the in the winter. So keep an eye out for that. But yeah, just a heads up. So that gives you give you something to do. So James done video and podcast tomorrow, uh, Saturday, and then on Monday, uh, good vibrations launches and um, our. Just to finish us off, we've got some big milestones on Saturday within the club. So if you can let yeah, everybody know so what's going on. I don't know if you've any if anyone's on the kind of 40 runs community page, you're you're kind of probably seen some of this brewing over the, the last couple of weeks. But uh well, first up we're heading down to Thames Path Park Run. Uh if you've not done it yet, it's one of London's newest park runs and it's it's competing with the curly whirly, the Summerdale Pavilion Park Run that we did couple of months ago for um kudos um so there's actually a, a kind of bit of a, a, a race off between summerdale and thames pathway tomorrow and we're joining in it coincides with parkrun being dedicated to the nhs 75th anniversary so people have been encouraged to uh turn up in wear blue uh, so it's the nhs colors but more importantly we've got three milestones for three massive 40s so between them, we're going to hit at least 600. We're hoping we might find more along the way to see if we can get it up to 1,000. But we've got Carolyn Allen ticking off 100 park runs, um, Gemma Pedler hitting 250, and Carl Howes hitting 250. Um, so we'll be there. There will be cake. There will probably be some fancy dress for the NHS. And there will be plenty of banter because Summerdale are coming to take down Thames Pathway and regain their crown for the craziest park run in the UK. So if you can make it for nine o'clock tomorrow, get to Woolwich. Mm -hmm. It's a it's a nice park run anyway, because it runs along the Thames and then you do your little bit in the park up and down the, the mound and then you head back. 
but it should be should be some fun weather mm. permitting. So looking forward to that tomorrow. Yeah, good shout out. Yeah, so congratulations to all three of those. Massive. Um, make sure get down there. Yeah, that's that's pretty mad, isn't it? What about you, Jatilla? What are you doing on Saturday? You right? Well, tomorrow I've got 14 miles. Now I'm going to get up and do it super early. So my thought process is to get the sort of the 11 miles done early doors so I can do the last uh, three at Park Run mm-hmm. um, and just take a nice plod back and sort of just chill out, ready ready for Sunday. Going to go and support, be out there on, um, I'll be up down by sort of uh, Trafalgar Square and then jump over to St. James's Park, ready to see you all sort of finish in over that last sort of kilometre, uh-huh. two kilometres. Um, so that's me, uh, which is, yeah, pretty chill weekend for me, actually. What about you, Ben? Are you shaking out tomorrow? <laughs> I am. I'm heading over to uh, Thames Path. So, Al, I will see you Ooh, in the morning. <laughs> coming with the coming with the Tracys, and then uh, yeah, Sunday Essex, hoping forty five. Yeah, I think I think that's, I think you got that in you, boy. I reckon you'll cruise to that tomorrow. I reckon seriously, especially if you um, got PB chasing you down. <laughs> Should we dress her up as a dog as well, just to really wind her up? <laughs> poor, poor lady. I just honestly, hey, guys, seriously. Just watch the video on Sunday. The minute she finds out that they won, her face is brilliant. Oh, Absolutely. It's, it's just it's just classic. It's just, it's, I still can't believe we won it, to be honest with you. And I think they're all looking around. When we, uh, all these like traditional clubs, okay, I've got nothing against them, but they're all sort of like well into like who's won what. <laughs> and then nice no, free walk up. Okay, yeah, thanks very much. That's for us. <laughs> It's because they saw us at the start. They were properly warming up, doing their leg kicks. Oh, wasn't that funny, man? When, me, when... me and Chris just randomly running across the field. Just ra- <laughs> Oh, heroes. We did we did comment. There was, there was Again, it's, uh, we got nothing against them. It's brilliant they were doing it. But they were like, warming up as a squad and all this sort of stuff. And then and then we looked over to our lot. And they're all just standing around, like, drinking coffee. They like might have it. even opened a cake. And laid um, out on the floor. Yeah, well, yeah, a couple of them were laid on the floor. <laughs> Just this was before the race, <laughs> and you've got you've got all the Edmonton lot, all like properly warming up, and like there's this like head coach going, oh yeah, yeah do this, it's brilliant, and then it's just it was just so it was just so, so where we're at, chalk and, and then, cheese, and, and then the lady snuck in and just grabbed the prize and went, thanks very much. We're off to get some, and she had cakes in her hand, by the way. That's the best thing. She, I forgot she had because she threw them at me. She had the pack, didn't she? Yeah, she had the cupcakes in her hand. That's the athlete that she is. Oh, brilliant. Watch it. It's a, it's a cracker. Right, you better take us out. I'm going to go and find the uh, stuff. Yeah, no, right, guys. Well, that rounds us off for another episode of this evening's Long Run Show podcast. So good luck to all of you that are racing out over the weekend, whether you're a park run, long run, uh, if you're tackling a 6 k whichever race you're doing, let us know how you get on next week. And you'll also get the answers to the quiz next week. So make sure... You don't miss it. Yeah, don't um, miss that. We show them again just to make sure they got it. <laughs> so let's just, just in case you missed it at the start of the show, who is this? Is this Toby Wilco or Hayden? It's called Guess the Host. It's a new show that we thought it's the BBC are probably going to after this. Admin, is this admin? Is this Al? Al, is that you? They actually don't give it away, or is that Hayden? I, I, I genuinely don't know. Yeah. Could be. Is this is this me? Could be. Is it Ben? I don't actually Ben. Can't be Ben. Shorts aren't short enough. Um, <laughs> then you've got, or it could be Hayden. And then obviously the bonus round, which I think is going to throw a lot of people out, is this Wilco, which I secretly think it is, because it's not me, because the, the trousers aren't tapered at the bottom. Uh, or is it Hayden? So again, let us know. Uh, write it, you can send your answers in, or you can write them down and stand by for next week, because... Um, Hayden's back from Mexico. He would have finished touring Mexico and he'll be able to give us the answers. I'd like to know to what that. he thinks as well. Uh, yeah. But yeah, well, guys, so if you are listening to this and you want to listen back maybe on your long run on Sunday or race, you can hit us up on all of your top podcast streaming platforms, whether that's Apple, Spotify, Amazon, whichever you want, we've got it. So just listen back. Um, but yeah, until then, have a great weekend and we'll be back next week, guys. See you later.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.